I want to talk about church and politics. You know, this, this right here is, is a political book. Okay? This is a political book. If you go back in the Old Testament and, and you look at, at the, the kings that followed after God, the nation prospered. If you look at the kings that, that got off track and got their focus and, and their passion was, was not following after God, then, then they had problems, okay? So uh, I, I, want, I want to take that just, just a little bit further this morning. Uh, you know, God wants to be involved in every aspect of our life. He wants to be involved in every aspect of our life. And, you know, I'm not up here this morning to tell you how to vote or who to vote for, but I believe that if we teach the Word of God, you'll know who to vote for. Amen. In Proverbs chapter 29, verse, verse uh, 2, it says, When the righteous thrive, the people rejoice. And when the wicked rule, the people groan. Uh, well, let, let's let's go on to before I say before I say that. Let, let's go to to Titus. In in chapter chapter three. You know, it, it seems, you know, when we look at the news and, and listen to everything, you know, today, uh, you know, I don't disagree that there's been a lot of injustice committed in this, in this country. We're, you know, the United States is not perfect, okay? But, but you do not commit injustice to correct an injustice, okay? Does that make sense? And, you know, in uh, Mark chapter 3, verse 25, it says, A house divided against itself cannot stand. And, you know, I think that there's, there's a lot of mismotivation in, in our country today that, that uh, thinks that, that committing an injustice will correct an injustice. And and that's that's just mis, misguided mo- motivation. In Titus chapter three, verse let, let's let's look at verse verse one. It says, "Remind the people to be su- subject to the rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be ready to do whatever is good, to slander no one, to be peaceable." And considerate, and always to be gentle towards everyone. At one time, you too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved in all kinds of passions and pleasures. We live in malice and envy, being hated and hating one another. But when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared, He saved us not because of the righteous things that we had done because of his mercy. He saved us through the washing of rebirth 
renewal by the Holy Spirit. You know, we have to know as a nation who we are and what our identity is. And, you know, too many times I think, you know, we've, we've lost our identity as to who we are. And, and because of that, we, we are identifying with, with the wrong things. You know, on November the 3rd, you're going to have an opportunity to, to change the direction of a nation. You're going to have an opportunity to change the direction of a nation. And, and again, I'm not up here telling you who to vote for. You know, that's between you and God. But, but we got to look past the, the personalities of the people and look at the platforms that they represent. We need to look at the platforms that, that, the, that the people that we're voting for and, and putting in office represent. And that goes all the way from the president down to, you know, the dog catcher. Okay? It, it, it goes from top to bottom. And, and you know, it, it's not hard to find out what the platforms are. You can Google the Democratic platform and it spells it out. You know, you can go to the Republican platform and, and you know, you, it's, it spells it out. And there's also comparisons on there on, on Google that you can look and see, you know, on, on right to life, here's where they stand, on marriage, on religious freedom, on, on the support of Israel, on, on taxes, and you can just keep going on down the, down the list and, and you know where where that party uh, stands on, on that particular subject. But, you know, I, I want to tell you here this morning that, that you can change a nation. Look in Daniel chapter 3. And, and, you know, I'd like to read the whole chapter to you, but we don't have time this morning. We're, we're about out of time already. But in, in Daniel chapter 3, it, it's the account of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, you know, and King Nebuchadnezzar, you know, he, he built a, a golden image. The thing was 90 foot tall, 9 foot wide. And every time that they played the music, everybody was supposed to bow down and, and worship this golden image. Okay? So they got all the bands together. You know, played all, played all the, the instruments and everybody bowed down and worshiped the golden image, all except Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And, you know, there, there, was, there was some rats in the group, Larry. You know, and they said, King, did you see that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego didn't bow down? And it made him mad. It said the king was, king was furious. And he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you get here right now. He says, I'm going to give you a second chance. And when all the musical instruments play, you know, I want you to bow down and, and, and worship this golden image. He said in, in verse uh, 
Oh, uh, let's see where we're at. About, about verse 15, it says, But if you, do, if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. Then, then what God will be able to rescue out of my hand? He says, nobody's going to be able to rescue out of my, out of my hand. And verse 16 says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, O King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. But if, you are, if, you, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God that we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. He said, you know, they said, King Nebuchadnezzar, you said, our God can deliver us out of your hands. And not only that, he will. There's a difference. There's a difference in knowing that God can deliver this nation and knowing that God will. And folks, I'm telling you, we need to know that God will. Not that he just can, but that he will. You need to know this morning that it's just not that God can save you, but that he will save you. But we've got a part to play in this. You know, we, we, we've got a part to play. So, you know, you know we, we know what, what went on. You know, they heated the, the furnace up seven times hotter. And, you know, they wrapped them all up throwed them in the furnace, and the guys that threw them in there got burned up because of the intense heat. And, and you know, the king looked in there, and he, he said, didn't we throw three guys in there? Look at this, guys. Didn't we just throw three guys in there? But there's another one in there, and he looks like the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But the thing that I want you to really see here this morning is that, that God not, not only could deliver them, but that he did deliver them. And in verse 29, you know, the king has a change of heart. He says, therefore, and this is the king talking, he says, therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who, who says anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut to pieces and their houses will be turned into piles of rubble for no other God can save this way. And the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego changed the laws of a nation in one fell swoop. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego changed the laws of, of a nation. Just like we can change the laws of our nation. In, in 2 Timothy chapter 
3, verse 12, it says, In fact, everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. While evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse and deceiving and being deceived, but as for you, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you have learned it. You know, Satan is not going to, to roll over and, and just let this happen without, without opposition. And you have to know that there will be persecution. But, but in, let's, let's look in what Psalms 34 says. Look at Psalms chapter 34, verse 7. It says, And the angel of the Lord encamps around those that fear him, and he delivers them. And then in verse 19, it says, The righteous person may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Amen. Hallelujah. This morning, um, I know we're just about out of time, but, but I think the Lord has told us that we need to pray for our nation, for the elections coming up, and as the praise and worship team comes forward here this morning, I want to read one more verse of Scripture out of 1 Timothy. And, you know, this is a, this is a verse of Scripture that we're all, we're all familiar with. But I would invite everyone... To, to come to the altar this morning and, and pray for the elections. Pray for everyone that's running for an office, for their protection, that they hear from God. Pray that, that, that the truth be revealed. Amen? Amen. Pray for the the fairness and and come against those things in this nation which would try to come to divide us and and to destroy us amen next week uh i think pastor kent is going to talk you know about about prayer and prayer for this for this nation and i think we're going to have a time of of prayer and fasting. But I would invite everyone to, to come to the altars this morning and, and lift up your nation. This is one nation under God, indivisible. Amen? We, we need to take back our nation from, from the powers that would come and against us and try to destroy it. Amen. Father, I just praise you and I thank you right now for your, your presence here this morning. Father, I thank you that, that the 
church of Jesus Christ is waking up. Glory to God. Father, I praise you and I thank you that, that, that we have the realization on the inside of us that, that we're not just spectators in, in the government of this nation, but we are participators. We've been spectators way too long, Father. Father, your word says that, that when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. And Father, we just praise and we thank you, Father, for that. Father, we've seen in your word how, how your people taking a stand can change the, the laws of a nation overnight. And we just praise and we thank you, Father, for that. And Father, we just praise you and thank you that, that, that everyone that is involved in this, in this election is, is under your protection. Under your protection, Father. And we come against those, those words that would come to divide and destroy. In Jesus' name, amen.